At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The following is an encore presentation. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hello, thanks for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, and I am the Deputy Director of Communications at the National Cannabis Industry. And today I'm delighted to introduce my guest, Governor Jared Polis, born and raised in Colorado. He's an entrepreneur, education leader, and public servant. Prior to becoming governor, Polis brought medical experts, advocates, attorneys, and scientists to Washington, D.C., to legitimize cannabis legalization in the national conversation and led the way for new market opportunities for agriculture while serving as the congressman for Colorado's second congressional district. Welcome to the show today, Governor. It's a pleasure to be with you. Let's uh, talk more about Colorado. Um, It's a great state. I'm happy to live here. It's beautiful. This was one of the states several years ago that has been on the forefront of both medical many years ago and adult use cannabis about eight or nine years ago. Uh, Let's talk about some of the successes and maybe even lessons learned that uh, the federal government nationally could look to Colorado for as, as they move forward. Uh, toward this journey of federal legalization? Well, replacing prohibition with sensible regulation simply works. And we learned that with alcohol under 100 years ago, uh, getting the, the, the gangs and the drug dealers out of it. 
starting empowering legitimate businesses. Uh, we also saw that when there was the uh, the vape crisis in 2019, the states that did not have legal use of cannabis had many severe health impacts and were devastated. Here in Colorado, we almost entirely avoided that devastation because of our health and safety regulations. And so, uh, you know, a lot of the fears of those who opposed it didn't manifest, like legalization did not lead to more underage use uh, and uh, you know, and, and really it allows us to really get, get a handle on the safety issues around marijuana, especially in this day and age where fentanyl is raging. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's really dangerous in the states that um, have illegal marijuana operations where it's much more likely to be laced with fentanyl. So we also get a lot of benefits, uh, jobs, tax revenue. Um, reducing, you know, uh, people going into legitimate businesses rather than a life of crime. And uh, these are all important factors. So I think it's, it's, uh, it's been a great experience here. We're happy to share that with any state. And, and I think more and more states are, are uh, re- removing uh, outdated rules and laws in different ways, shapes, or forms. Sure, there's still a lot of these uh, stigmas, and you had mentioned reefer madness earlier in in the show, and I think that's so true that um, the the perceptions and stigmas of cannabis are just completely outdated, and and those that are you know serving in these roles that would have the opportunity to decide otherwise really just need to be educated. Um, and I'll talk a bit about NCIA's lobby days later and how we. Uh, do our best to contribute toward that education effort as well. So um, I wonder what 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 has it been like watching the industry, but also the conversation in Congress. Um, you know, even here in Colorado, evolve um, the the regulate marijuana like alcohol act was a pretty concise, simple bill, and and now we have, as I mentioned before, more bills out there like the Safe Banking Act. Uh, the MORE Act, the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act, um, and the CAOA, which I mentioned earlier, and the States Reform Act. Wow, that's that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of legislation related to cannabis in in Congress now. Um, considering just a few years ago, we just had you know one or two small bills. What's that been like for you, um, being involved, watching that evolution? Well, look, I mean, again, we, you got to get done what you can. And, and you know, the danger is getting nothing done when you have an opportunity to do something, for instance, around banking, which is really uh, a major uh, danger and threat. It's a serious economic and public safety threat, lack of access to banking. And I was really proud to support uh, SAFE Act as a congressman, formerly as governor. Uh, congressman Ed Perlmutter from Colorado has pushed the SAFE Banking Act. It's passed the House six times on a strong bipartisan vote. And uh, we just need to get the Senate to take up that legislation. Um, I, I understand across different state legislatures, there's over 1,400 pieces of cannabis legislation. As I mentioned here in Colorado, we recently added delivery. I signed that bill. Um, we're, we're working on additional ways to uh, support the, the industry in a safe way. But I think fundamentally, um, we have to take this opportunity to, to get something done rather than just talk about it. The danger is uh, you know, you keep on talking about it. Maybe someday you're going to win. But in the meantime, there's a lot of collateral damage along the way. So I hope at this point, uh, the SAFE Act, the banking, the 280 e-fix, these are things they need to do nationally. And that'll help pave the way towards uh, achieving the goal of regulating marijuana like alcohol. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, having delivery added um, here in Colorado has been wonderful. And I, I, I think that that was something perhaps that may have been born out of uh, the, the COVID-19 pandemic that we all faced as well when cannabis was thankfully declared an essential business in this state as, as well as many others. Um, so seeing all of these opportunities, uh, delivery creates a whole another job sector opportunity for people to start small businesses and work for small businesses. Um, so that's fantastic as well. Um, I, I would like to talk about a little bit of storytelling. Um, obviously, NCIA has been a supporter of your, your work in Congress and as governor. Uh, so let's, let's take a little blast from the past here. Um, so Ian Sieb is a former cannabis industry executive who also served on the NCIA board of directors for seven years. He went with us to Washington, D.C. for our annual lobby days every year. Uh, but in the past couple of years, he has changed his job and is now uh, your special advisor on cannabis as well. I just think that's a great story arc to see someone who worked in the industry um, from medical laws and is now um, in, a, in a position to advise the governor on um, on pushing our industry forward and helping it thrive as well. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., at Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Um, there's also a story uh, related here all the way back to 2013 in the spring for, for this Lobby Days event that I mentioned, where NCIA members, business owners from all over the country actually um, fly into Washington, D.C., and we have meetings with members of Congress over the course of a couple of days. And Ian uh, met with you when you were a member of Congress to talk about the Safe Banking Act, the Secure and Fair Enforcement Banking Act. Then he gets back from our awesome trip to DC, checks his mail, and what is there? There's a letter from the bank and it's bad news. <laughs> so 
um, having just met you in Washington, D.C., he reached out to you when you were a congressman and um, you you helped. You, you wrote a letter to Ian's bank talking about this banking issue and your support of the cannabis industry. So again, there's this really beautiful long arch story here of a cannabis operator turned advisor to the governor. And unfortunately, that was 10 years ago almost. So we are still working on getting banking passed for cannabis. Do you, do you remember that, Governor Polis? Absolutely. So I, you know, it's it's really exciting. To, I, at that time, I had no idea that Ian would run our cannabis policy. Right? I didn't even think I'd, you know, be governor, or run for governor, or anything like that. But then when I did, and I was looking around for, hey, we need somebody at a high level to help us move this issue forward. Um, Ian was interested, and and now we've come full circle, and he's heading up cannabis policy for the state of Colorado. Uh, he gets to be on the other side now and see a little bit about how hard it is sometimes to make progress. But uh, I'm really excited to have him and and really his experience in the industry is a great asset to our administration in really addressing the real life issues that the industry faces. The House of Representatives has really been more helpful um, in passing some of this legislation. I think safe banking has passed six or seven times now, which I think you already mentioned. Um, but it, it tends to just kind of get stuck on the Senate side. And that's not just cannabis issues. It seems that legislation across the board is just bottlenecking over there in in the Senate. But as governor now, uh, you have a little bit of a different role. So uh, I understand that you wrote some official letters to ranking members of Congress, um, meaning they likely serve on banking and finance committees and so on, um, in support of the Safe Banking Act. Um, hey, it's gone six or seven times through the House, so there there is support, bipartisan support. So this letter that you wrote is also a bipartisan letter urging Congress to include the Safe Banking Act in the final 2022 the National Defense Authorization Act for the fiscal year. Could you tell me more about that letter? So first of all, we were able to get Republican and Democratic governors to sign it. Uh, Governors, it was really a no-brainer for many of them. Um, Many of the states uh, only had medical or CBD, but it was just obvious. Governors tend to be very practical. They're like, yeah, if it's legal, why can't they go to have banking? So if we can get that kind of response, from Republican and Democratic governors, um, I hope that it's really a strong message to senators to bring it forward and make it, you know make it pass and just get it done. Um, passing the Safe Banking Act and other legislation that helps all the businesses that touch uh, cannabis gain access to financial support uh, is critical. And every other regulated industry by states has that. And uh, you know, I, I think that. It, Hopefully the Congress will heed what the governors agreed, you know, RD, Republican didn't matter. They they said, of course, it's obvious. Let's just get it done. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks again for penning all these letters. Um, I I think having someone who has served in the House and sees how it works from that end and now in your role as governor, you're, you're able to really tell these members of Congress, this is what works for my state listen to uh, listen to the experience of, of someone that's seen it succeed and knows the ins and outs of how to do it right, 
and how not to do it. Um, so yeah, let's get it done. I couldn't, couldn't agree with you more as well. Um, yeah. So as we're wrapping up the show here, um, you know, I love fun stories. So I, I, Michelle Rutter Freeberg and Michael Correa, who are our lobbyists um, here at NCIA, they they told me about a story they heard, uh, some kind of exchange between you and former Representative John Fleming about cannabis and crawfish. <laughs> could you could you tell me about that one? I got to hear this. Well, this was a, yeah, a funny story. So John Fleming was this older representative, kind of my parents' generation. Um, he was a doctor uh, from Louisiana, and uh, he was going after Colorado for legalizing marijuana on the floor. He was just like saying, you know, it's 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 and, and you know it's ridiculous, and how can they do it? And they, you know, it's un, it's dangerous, and how can they let people do it? And I got up and I got to give her, I replied, I said, you know, what, what, what are you talking about? You know, like, I don't care what you do in Louisiana. Why do you care what we're doing in Colorado? You guys eat, you know, fried uh, crawfish and that's not healthy for your heart, but you don't see me out here blasting crawfish. Uh, and uh, it kind of went viral, um, you know, but it was like making the point that like, I sure, I don't, you don't, no one's saying you have to smoke marijuana, but like, why do you care that that's what we do in Colorado? It's going well here. And, um, you know, people people know it's not the healthiest thing to smoke a cigarette or smoke marijuana or even drink. But like if you do them, you know, occasionally or, or rarely, there's not major health impacts from them. And and I'm sure eating fried crawfish all the time will clog your arteries and give you a heart attack and you'll probably die sooner. But like, you, you know, we're not about to ban it anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no legislation to to make crawfish illegal for sure. <laughs> I, I should have introduced a follow-up bill to like ban crawfish in Louisiana. Uh, you know, see see how they they felt about that. <laughs> oh, and uh, the state of was it Kansas was also uh, at one point threatening to what sue Colorado for for legalizing cannabis as well. Well, they call um, them crawdads in in Kansas, is my understanding. But um, yeah, they <laughs> they did. They they uh, they they were they were upset with the you know it's mind your own business, right? Mind your own business, and and uh, no one's gonna give you trouble if you don't give anybody else trouble. Yeah, what happened to small government, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, Governor Polis, it has been an honor to interview you today on the show, and and all of the team at NCIA and all of our members are appreciative of all of your support of the cannabis industry and movement over the years. So thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to speak with us today. I really appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Have a great day, Bethany. Take care. You as well, Governor. And thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. 
we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 